This is Prince Handley coming to you with 100,000 watts of pure miracle-working love. Good morning there, Nyla. Glad to see you there on board. I'm going to start uh, talking about uh, my main subject, how to walk or fly with miracles, in just a moment. But the Lord impressed me to do something here in the meantime, and it's about miracles but uh, I want to talk to you about basically, about basically about miracles, but I want to give you several testimonies that I've received by people that, and most of them were Muslims, uh, that received miracles. Uh, miracles are basically supernatural occurrences or wonders that happen as a result of God intervening in the affairs of man, and they're miracles. Uh, these are extra natural happenings. They're not just something that maybe looks like a miracle or maybe a doctor helped in it or whatever. Uh, these are extra natural happenings outside the realm of man's natural earthly experiences. Uh, miracles like when Elisha, the man of God, made the metal axe head swim which was lost in water. You can read about that in uh, 2 Kings chapter 6. Or uh, miracles like when Elijah raised the widow's son from the dead. You can read about that in 1 Kings 17. Uh, not to mention the many miracles of healing, deliverance, and provision in both the Old Testament, the uh, Hebrew Tanakh, and the New Testament, the Brit Hadashah, uh, the Hebrew New Testament of the Holy Bible. And let me tell you this, not everything that appears to be a miracle is from God. Uh, just as in Moses' day, there were magicians who did lying wonders, so there are today. The, whole Bi the Holy Bible tells us that in the last days, the coming world ruler, the Antichrist, or the false Messiah, will have his false prophet perform seeming miracles. And uh, many times people are drawn into false religions and into witchcraft because they think they have evidenced or received a miracle. For example, check this out. At times, Satan may have his demon spirits afflict a person with sickness or disease. And if the person goes to a New Age healer or someone in the dark works of the devil, it may appear that they have been healed. But what has happened is simply this. The demons withdrew their affliction, and so it appeared the person was healed. However, because the sick person submitted themselves to the channel or person being used by Satan for prayer, like a false minister, a shaman, a practitioner, a psychic, or a witch, they then end up usually in a worse state. That is, the same or other demons then take them over. Uh, if you want to read about that, check out in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 45, or in the book of Luke, chapter 11, 26. Uh, I'll put those in the show notes here for you, so you can check those out uh, now. Hi, Kirsten. And uh, so uh, what I want to do today is I'm going to talk about how to walk or fly with God. I'm going to give you some tremendous miracles that happened to me uh, while I was doing graduate work. And uh, But before then, what we're doing is talking about some miracles and what are false miracles before. A little preface, real miracles, God's miracles, always glorify the Lord.
The Holy Spirit, and check this out, remember this, the Holy Spirit is God's agent on earth to supply the resurrection power of Christ. And he will always magnify Yeshua, or Messiah Jesus, who is God who came to earth in human flesh. Let me repeat that. The Holy Spirit, the Ruch HaKodesh, is God's agent on earth to supply the resurrection power of Christ. I've seen fantastic miracles. I remember a guy that had uh, his heart healed. He had a pacemaker in there, and God removed the pacemaker. Uh, you know, there's, God can do anything, my friend. And if you need a miracle today, we'll pray for you at the end of this podcast, or I mean of this live cast. And uh, God can do anything, my friend. Never ever lose hope and don't lose faith. Faith is the substance of the things you're hoping for. Uh, let me ask you this. Does you, do you, or does someone, you know, need a miracle today? There's nothing too hard for the Lord. Trust his love for you. And uh, so I'm going to read some testimonies uh, about some Muslims that got healed. And then I'm going to tell you how to walk or fly uh, with God. Okay. And by the way here, uh, I noticed uh, Miss Norris says I've experienced several miracles. Uh, uh, oh, I guess you're talking about for me. Thank you very much. Hi, Sky Mac. And hi, Naomi Marriott. Uh, So let me tell you, before I get into the main program, I want to talk to you about uh, some miracles that happened. Uh, These are testimonies that I received from most of them are from Muslims that were healed. Here's the first one. Uh, And by the way, they then became Christians and served the Lord God. They were healed by Jesus and then were healed. And let me tell you this, first of all. I was holding a seminar uh, for several pastors in San Diego. I think I was at the El Cortez Hotel where I held that. And uh, it was packed out. Um, pastors, everyone there except me was from a different country than the United States. And I was uh, holding a seminar and training and so forth. During its seminar... Two different pastors got up, and as far as I know, they didn't know each other before. Uh, They were from different countries, as I remember. Uh, Their testimonies of these two guys, these two pastors, was exactly the same. The Lord Jesus, they were both had like two weeks to live, and the Lord Jesus appeared to them, uh, either in a dream or a vision or in person, I forget which, And he said the very same thing to both of them. He said these words. He said, if I heal you, will you serve me? Not I'm going to, but if I heal you, will you serve me? And both of these gentlemen said yes and were miraculously healed, later gave their lives to Christ and uh, became pastors. One of them, at the time I was holding a seminar, had already started 32 churches. I think he was from uh, East Africa somewhere. Okay, so here's here's a testimony I want to read from a person named Sinto Toure. He said, I've never darkened the halls of a school, and since I was saved and became a Christian, there has always been an inward urge to read the Holy Bible. Many times I'd lay the Bible on my sheet, One night I dreamed someone holding a rod behind me pointing to the passages in the Bible. A bright light was also shining on the Bible. I praise the Lord for changing my life. Here's another one uh, from a person named Abibatu Jalo. 
it says, praise the Lord. I've been seeking for employment uh, since the previous year, it seems like. I sought for help from witch doctors and false prophets who gave me juju to wear and medicine to rub. In August, I was in my bedroom when I heard some Christians preaching outside. The Holy Spirit convicted me to go out and listen to the Word of God. After the preaching, I disposed of the jujus. I confessed my sins to Jesus Christ. I am now washed in the blood of Christ. After this experience, the Lord has met all my needs. Happy to say that he's given me a business and prospered it. Uh, Here's another one. And uh, this is from a guy named, or a person named Zachariah Yah. Okay. And uh, let me check you. Uh, Kristen, glad to see you. And Jimmy Rain. And uh, Jimmy, uh, congratulations for uh, joining us. And uh, just pipe in anytime you want to. Um, share some testimony before I start the main message on how to walk or fly with God, which concerns miracles I had when I was in graduate school. Uh, this guy, I'm sharing testimonies from uh, people that sent uh, their testimonies into me and received either my literature or heard me or whatever. Uh, one guy, Zachariah, says this. He says, I believe that God has all the jobs. About three days after the open-air meeting that I went to, I was called for an interview and got the job. At night, something reminded me that I should give thanks and a testimony. The following week, when the group preached at the same place, I testified to the public. I was a Muslim, but now I love Jesus Christ, and I live for him every day. Here's another one from a person named Musu Kargbo. Uh, For over eight years, I had worms troubling my stomach, which resulted to poor appetite and blood pressure, and little or no sleep at night. I tried native doctors as well as uh, those are what you call shamans or, or basically witches. I tried native doctors as well as treatment in hospitals, but my condition worsened. My son directed me to fellowship meetings. He's talking about Christian fellowship meetings. I was prayed for and I received a miracle. I am completely healed. I, could na- I can now eat well, sleep soundly, and the worms trouble me no more. Jesus Christ has healed me, so I would follow him wherever he leads me. Okay, and the next next one is going to be from a fellow named Fred Cowan. I recognize that name. I believe that was a person from Ghana, West Africa, if I remember correctly. Okay, and uh, hi, Dimitar. We're talking about uh, miracles today. Before I get into the main part on uh uh, how to walk or fly with God miracles that happened to me in graduate school. I'm talking about letters I've received of people that have received miracles. And uh, right now, most of these are from uh, Muslims. But this man says, a group have been holding open air meetings about 60 yards from my residence. My day of deliverance came and I went to the meeting and I stood there for 45 minutes. While the preaching, they use the word whilst, whilst the preaching was going on, I felt something come out of my body. Wait a minute, I'm healed. Brothers and sisters, rejoice with me. I was sick of rheumatism 51 years. I could not walk nor stand for long. I am 80 years old now. Since I received this miracle healing from Jesus Christ, I have walked on foot and back a distance of two and a half miles. I thank the Lord for what he's done for me 
and will continue, or he says, I would continue to serve him. Okay, here's another one. A person named Mabinti Sise says, since childhood, I had a terrible headache. I was taken to several witch doctors for treatment, but no cure. For over 30 years, I could not pleat my hair. I confessed my sins, and Jesus saved me at the meeting. Next was prayers for the sick. As the prayers were offered, I felt the headache leaving my body, and I was baptized with the Holy Spirit. I pleat my hair every week now, something I could not do long before. So again, we're sharing these miracles. These are miracles uh, that I have received myself uh, in the mail or email either one, people that were at meetings uh, and how they received miracles. And most of these, probably 80% of these, are from Muslims or ex-Muslims. And uh, good morning, Jose Perez, or afternoon, wherever you're at. Uh, so I'm going to, before I go into the main part on uh, how to walk or fly with God, which consists of miracles that happened to me uh, during uh, one of the graduate schools I attended, we're talking about some testimonies that I've received in the mail. This is from a person named Monday, just like the name of the week, Monday. I was bleeding for over one year, menstrual. Uh, it could not stop, and it was painful and embarrassing. After the prayer meeting, I told a brother about it, and he told me about a woman who was sick with the issue of blood for 12 years uh, in the Bible, and how she was healed by faith when she touched the clothes of Jesus. This stirred me up. The brother and sister laid hands on me and prayed. It was just too wonderful. I received healing. The bleeding stopped just as the woman told me Jesus had healed the person in the Bible. Praise and thanks to Jesus Christ. Here's one from a person, I believe it's a female name, called Zina. Says, my heartiest thanks to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For many years I've been bitterly crying for a child. I spent a good sum of money to native or witch doctors and English doctors also, but I couldn't become pregnant. I went to market to buy food stuff. I saw people gathering around preaching. I drew near and I heard about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. I gave my life up. I accepted Jesus as my Savior and Lord. I explained my problems. They told me that Jesus loves me and cares for me, that I would get a child as long as I have faith in Jesus. I became pregnant about a month later, and I have now got a baby. Praise God for that. Okay, now uh, we're going to read another one here. And just a moment, we're going to get on the in the main part of the uh, series that I'm talking about. This one was from a person named Rensalina King. My daughter, who did not show any sign of walking since birth, was taken to open-air preaching. While the prayers were offered, something miraculous happened. I carried my child on hand and felt something. someone stretched the foot of my daughter, Veronica. I gave testimony after prayer. A few days later, Veronica walked. Here's another one from Alice Lamboy. After giving birth to a bouncing baby boy, the child did not walk at one year and six months. This troubled me, much that I wondered if he could walk again in life. There was an outreach preaching. I took my son where they prayed for the sick and laid hands on him. Jesus healed my son. The next day he started to walk. Okay, and here's another from Abdullah Timbo. I'm a retired driver. 
For four years, I was paralyzed and hospitalized, but there was no improvement. So I returned to my hometown. Hands were laid on me, and Jesus healed me. Jesus is alive indeed. Jesus showed me that he not only cares for me, but for all my loved ones. My son, Amadou Timbo, who is seven years old and dumb since birth, in other words, could not speak, spoke for the first time after the prayers. There's joy in my family today because Jesus has come into our heart and home. Okay, uh, here's one from Humu Jailo. About a year ago, I attended a crusade in which I confessed my sins and accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. At this meeting, I was baptized with the Holy Spirit, and I was slain by the Spirit. What he means is the Spirit of God came upon him in such power that it fell to the ground. He said, when slain, I saw many angels dressed in white around me. A couple days after my baptism, I dreamt my relative by the name of Mariatu ascending into heaven. I also saw a man, Jesus, named Jesus, dressed in white robe. His face was bright. Then he said, you people have been denying this is what would happen when I come, or you people have been denying this. Evidently, he's talking about uh, Muslims of the Islamic faith. He said, this is what would happen when I come for those washed in my blood. I was a Muslim before. Now that my darkness has been turned into a light, I go to Muslim prayers no more. And then uh, I'll share a couple more, and then I'll get into the main part of what I want to talk to you about today. Uh, this is from Menkailu. Uh says, yes, indeed, Jesus Christ is the truth. The way to heaven is to follow Christ. I was a strong Muslim, and having heard about the crusade, I went to mock the Christians. The sermon was on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. After the prayers, I saw fire pass before me. I was slain. I was knocked down. After, by the power of God that you're talking about. After a while, I saw a great multitude of angels praying around us. I looked at them speechlessly and in amazement. I now tell my people to come to Jesus because he saves. And uh, I'll share one more with uh, a person, Elsie. On the 31st of December, I had an accident in which my spinal cord was dislocated. After some time of fruitless hospital treatment, I asked to be discharged to try native doctor treatment. In other words, witches or witchcraft. After two more hospitals, the doctors told me that since my spinal cord was badly damaged, my chances of recovery were remote. I came from a staunch Muslim family. My ancestors are all Muslim. A Christian witnessed to me about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. I was convicted of my sins, and I confessed them to Jesus and was saved by his precious blood. Prayers were offered for me. During the prayers, I felt something like an electric shock all over my body, and I felt the pain no more. After the prayers, I realized that I have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to tell you, I just want to give you a scripture right now from Hebrews chapter 13. It tells us Jesus, the Messiah, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, my friend, if you need a miracle, you've got it. Okay, my friend, now I'm going to go in and I'm going to tell you what I the main thing I was going to talk to you about today. And uh, that's how to walk or fly with God. I want to talk to you about walking with God, literally actually about hitchhiking with God. Uh, I've been to 11 colleges and universities, and uh, 
I had just finished a period of graduate studies in eschatology in a school in the eastern part of the United States, and I was praying and asking God where to go. Uh, I had finished my studies for that particular time at that place, and I had nowhere to go, and I actually had no money. I don't think I even had maybe a dollar if I had that. So after I had prayed that morning and I asked God, show me where to go, I went to the post office box on the campus to pick up my mail, and there was a letter. When I opened the letter for my post office box, there was a map in there, or part of a map, and it had been cut out in a circle with pinking shears, the kind of shears that a person uses to cut fabric. And uh, now, that map was uh, a map of a part of a state uh, in the United States called the state of Alabama and a smaller part of a county in the state of Alabama. About Alabama. And the map was about 10 inches wide. In that map, there was a line. A black line had been drawn. And then an X was on that line, and a red circle uh, looked like a red crin had circled that X. And I knew exactly where that place was. I had been there one time before. And I said, God, I ask you to show me where you want me to go. And this is such a sign I can't deny it. The only problem is, God, I don't have any money. <laughs> so anyway, uh, within an hour, nobody knowing about that, I received money from two different sources in cash. And if I remember correctly, that money came from fellow students uh, at the school where I had been attending. So it was enough money uh, to ride the bus halfway from there uh, to the location marked X on the map. And uh, I forget how I traveled the other half of the way, but I had been to that area one time before, and I held a revival meeting there. And during that revival, a man had shot his wife four times on a country road, kicked her out of the truck they were riding in, and left her in a ditch beside the road. And I was told about it uh, uh, during right about when I started a meeting that night. And immediately after the evening service, I went to the hospital to see if I could get in to visit and pray for the lady who heard, who I heard had been shot by her husband. Well, there was no way that I could get into the hospital. Crowds of people were out in front, and nobody was allowed in. And I assume maybe a doctor could have gotten in. But I remembered how Jesus just walked through a crowd one time, uh, reading about that in the Bible. And so I just started to walk, carrying my Bible, walked right through the crowd, walked right into the hospital, walked right into the intensive care ward where the lady was. I had no directions, nobody guiding me. I didn't even know what the lady's name was, but I got to pray for her. Well, during these meetings, every afternoon, we hooked up a large loudspeaker. And I kid you not, the horn on that loudspeaker was like about 18 inches wide, a foot and a half wide in diameter, about a half a meter in diameter. And so for hours in the afternoon, I would preach something, and then we'd play a song, and we blasted the sound at a super high volume. We were about a half block from the city courthouse and the jail, and the power of God invaded that community. Well, it was a town called Double Springs, Alabama. Well, the next day after I had prayed for the lady in the hospital, I went to the jail to visit her husband who had shot her. And uh, God had spared the lady's life, by the way, after being shot four times. 
And uh, in the jail, I was allowed to visit the man who shot his wife and then kicked her out of the truck and left her on the road. I never heard somebody yell so loudly or scream so loudly in my life. The man, the man was crying out to God, begging God to forgive him. He repented, and then he gave his life to Messiah Jesus. Well, what I did not tell you was that I had been in that city and state before. I did not finish the work the Lord wanted me to finish. One little boy had been saved, and during his the second visit, the next time I went, uh, where I had that little X on a map in my mailbox, I baptized that little boy in a place called the Sipsi River. And if I remember correctly, that little boy was the son of the lady who had been shot. Now, I went to their home. The lady, the husband, and the little boy were all serving God. Praise God's holy name, Baruch Hashem. When I, when I left that area, uh, it was another trip where I had no money. And I was hitchhiking all my way up to Pennsylvania from Double Springs, Alabama. And it was getting rather cool in the evening. I only had a jacket with a shirt on underneath that jacket. And the last person who gave me a ride in the late afternoon let me out on a little two-lane highway. And I said, God, I don't even know where I'm at. And there's nobody here to even pick me up to take me where I need to go. And I don't know, it was, I was probably 600 miles or about 12 hours from where I needed to be. And I started complaining to God. And then all of a sudden, I realized, praise God, God knows how to take care of me. I will just trust him like I have been doing. And I thought, God has taken care of me in the past. He can do it again. And when I started praising God, I just felt impressed to turn around. And I was beside a hill that went down from the highway or the road as just a two-lane road. And I looked down that hill, and even though it was bright green grass like it is in Alabama, lots of green grass, I saw another clump of green stuff. And I went down the hill to look, and surely enough, there was a handful of money. And I said, praise God, Heavenly Father, you let me out in the perfect spot. It was enough money to buy some food and rent a motel for the night. God is good. And that's what I'm talking to you about, walking with God, hitchhiking with God. I don't care if you're flying with God. Whatever you're doing, God will show you and lead you and guide you if you listen to him and if you obey him. So, my friend, it doesn't matter where you're at or what situation you're in, God will take care of you. He loves you. God isn't some big ogre in heaven waiting to hit you with a big stick, and neither is he some old gray-haired guy sitting in a rocking chair. God is eternally young, and he's with it. You can never con God. In the Bible, he tells us, I will lead you and guide you with my eye upon you. Just like a horse with a bridle on his mouth, I will guide you. And uh, God tells us also that he'll guide us even to our old age when our hair is gray and white. Your father in heaven knows when a sparrow drops to the ground dead. He knows every detail of your life, my friend. He made you. He made this whole universe so you can trust him today. Whatever your need is, pray and ask God to show you what he wants you to do and then obey him.
And if you don't have the facilities or the means or the logistics to carry out what God is telling you to do, then ask God to give you what you need to carry out his plans. But move ahead. Take the first step and go. And when you go in faith, the miracles will begin to happen. And I trust this teaching will help you, my friend, help you to know how to walk, to hitchhike, to ride, to fly, to transport in space, whatever you do, whatever your thing is, how to go with God. He loves you. And my friend, let God talk through you. Tell your friends, even your enemies, about the wonderful Messiah of Israel, Jesus, the anointed one, the son of God who died in your place to pay for all your sins. And my friend, if you uh, want prayer today or if you have uh, any conditions in your body that you like prayer for, uh, just uh, give me a call right now. Uh, I'm always here. You can always email me at princehandleyradio.com. I sent you a couple of scriptures there that we talked about earlier, and I'll give you that email. If you ever need prayer for anything, or if you have friends or relatives that do need prayer, you just send that to this email address here, and I always pray for people. And uh, by the way, those of you that are listening today, I'd like to send you a free book. Uh, email to French Hanley, French Hanley Radio at gmail.com, and in the subject title, of the uh, email you're sending, just type the words free book and I'll send that out or I'll have somebody out send it out to you right away. Okay, my friend, this has been your friend Prince Handley coming to you with 100,000 watts of pure healing, miracle working love. Baruch Abba, Bashim Adonai.